a Doom RPG. After scoring some intel from Dockside Jeffs, the crew pondered what the Yoke Edige, the, the destroyer that was supposed to come out of the river, could be, and recalled a story about the Cerulean Star that sounded oddly like the championship belt for the Seaward Star, the martial arts tournament, that it's tomorrow. The crew ran to the hillside district to find Jeff, the city administrator in charge of holding on to the belt, but they were too late. Unfortunately, Jeff had been turned into a turtle and the championship belt had already been stolen. Then they headed to confront Juniper, Kuspan's secretary, and a swole padfoot, if we do say so ourselves, before opening the door to Kuspan's office. Once inside, Denise swiped some turtle juice, and Kuspan made a hasty, if accidental, retreat after pulling the wrong lever in his office. A tunnel opened up beneath his chair, and the doom clock counted forward. Only six moments left. What would you like to do? So Kuzban's left the room, but mm-hmm. is Juniper still in kind of like near her desk area? Yes, Twiley is still pinning Juniper to the ground. Yeah. And she will do her best to try to scramble out from under him, um, but isn't having a lot of luck with that just yet. Okay, in that case, um, uh, Denise, if uh, you don't mind too much, I'd love if I could take the turtle juice from you. Take it. I don't need it. Okay, so Gorm Mm -hmm. is going to just like snatch the turtle juice out of Denise's hands and (laughs) go up to uh, Juniper while she's being pinned by Twily. And Uh uh, like... Take up the like, take off the lid of the turtle juice, and just like imposingly, I'm using this word very specifically, imposingly, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, say I, uh, like look deep into her eyes and say, I've already got two turtle boyfriends. I don't have a problem with finding a third. <laughs> <laughs> And I want to roll to impose, and I'm I'm saying this is creative because using turtle juice feels quite creative. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. Um, so, what's your TN? Isa cuatro. Cuatro. Can you give me a roll? Come on, come on. You got a five. <laughs> oh no. Um, and in this, you're trying to, like, interrogate her, right? You're trying to scare yeah, her in some way? Yeah, I'm trying to scare her into giving me the details. I, I think, can I, if, if you'd like to, Gorm, uh, Twily is just going to, uh, as Gorm says this, apply a, just a little bit of extra pressure to, uh, to Juniper. Um, mm. And if you want, Gorm, I'm happy to burn a level of bond to let you reroll that. Yeah, that feels important. Great. Let's do that then. <laughs> That's a three. That's a three. Danke, Twiley. Anytime. At first, she tries to put on a brave face and is giving you this sort of like, do it. I wouldn't even care. I'd do anything for Kuspan. Um, but you see there's a little like twitch in her whiskers as she says this. In, uh, to respond to the twitch in her whiskers, mm-hmm. I think Gorm lets a drop of the turtle juice land on her finger 
and she puts her finger up to Juniper's lips and goes, shh, unless it's information about how to unturtle my boyfriends, I don't want to hear it. Wait, does Gorm's finger go blobfish then? (laughs) Or does Gorm go blobfish then? That's a great question. It is a liquid. I thought it was ingested. I thought it was ingested. No, but you, when you get wet, turn into a blobfish. I know. I'm fine with my hands becoming blob. Okay. Excellent. So a blobfish fin, like whereas like seductively the the drop drops on my finger and then it immediately turns into a gelatinous fin mm-hmm. and I just slowly caress my gelatinous blobfish fin along her face and go, shh. Juniper recoils and whether it's because of the turtle juice or the blobfish fin is hard to say. Uh, Perhaps a combination of the two. So you want to know about deturtling. Yes, the deturtling process. The deturtling process. And to this, she doesn't have a lot of information. Sadly, here's what she'll say. She'll say, they weren't even supposed to turn into turtles. That wasn't the goal. We were, we were hoping for something more. Something even more dangerous. And she like whimpers a little and pulls away from you. Tortoises? (laughs) Snapping turtles? For too long, your family has been able to turn into aquatic creatures at will. And we Padfoots, we wanted that too. Uh, speak for yourself. I'm pretty happy over here. But it seems that she, or rather Kuspan, has discovered like how to turn people into turtles with this. But that's not his ultimate goal. And unturtling people isn't something that she seems to know much about. Hmm... Where does that tunnel go? Or shaft? What's the story behind Kuspan's shaft? (laughs) Yeah, tell us about the shaft. She turns her head towards it, and she says that, you know, that tunnel leads to an even larger lab underneath the city, where he has been doing some of his experiments. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. We could ask her. That you want to know about the shaft? Uh, it's always secret laboratories and never secret fun pools. I mean, there there are some pools in it. You know, there's... It had to have a little water just in case, you know, we, we, we got the experiment right. Water in case you got the experiment right. Hey, Gorm, what's your, like, natural predator? <laughs> That is a wild question. I do not know what a blobfish's natural predator would be. Mm-hmm. Like gravity? I don't. I don't know what it is. Um, I need to uh, like give me a second to look this up. This is an sure, important yeah. thing that I think we should know. According to the internet, blobfish have no natural predators. Humans are this fish's only threat. That is so funny. I do know that like blobfish. I mean, this is maybe not related to what's happening. But I know that blobfish, like, aren't actually blobs underwater because there's they have so much pressure on them because they're, like, deep-sea fish. And it's not until they're brought to the surface that they look like blobfishes because 
they don't have the pressure like yes they actually look so incredibly normal just like gorm just like gorm can we can we um ask is there is there any other way down into the big secret lab the tunnel was supposed to be the only way in or out i i guess there is another way it's part of well and she like recoils a little uh from the blobby hand continue it the cave makes its way out to the river eventually but I don't know the easiest way to get in. I mean, the easiest way would be to take the tunnel. Then I guess it's tunnel it is. Who's coming with me? I'll come. I am. Everybody. Yeah. Do we know if Kuzban has any snacks? I'd like some travel snacks, but we can worry about that as we go. Turtle chips. <laughs> Could have some turtle chips. And does Kuzban have any rope? I'm just trying to figure out what we do with Juniper. Oh, uh, I mean, it's a municipal office, so, like, not really, though there is a bunch of chemicals in there. Do you have any rope? I do not. Paper clips? <laughs> <laughs> Forge some handcuffs out of paper clips. <laughs> um, I don't think they would be very strong, and she is pretty hey, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta two in coordination. <laughs> I've got a bedroll, so we could like roll her up in it and then like wrap it up with paper clips. I feel like that's pretty good. I think she needs to come with us and tell us what things are and who things are for and if the pool is available for use. You could certainly try to take her. What would y'all like to do? Twiley, do you think you've got her? I, I can keep a hand on her. Okay, then a tour guide sounds great. And Twiley also had one thing Twiley does have is uh, a lantern. So uh, I will <laughs> pull that pull that out of my backpack, I guess. I've been wearing this whole time uh, <laughs> so that we have a source of light. Are you like helping Juniper to her feet? Uh, yeah, keeping a hand on her, but yes, I'll help her up. I think being a swole padfoot lady, She's going to at least try to do a breakaway, whatever that might mean. So she has one in concerted and one in fi- two in physique, giving her a TN of three to try to break away from you. She got a four. She has no bonds. She has no friends. She's all <laughs> alone. She struggles a little bit, but doesn't put up too much of a fight. Yeah, so uh, you're in Kuspan's office. Um, heading toward the tunnel. Silt, is there anything you would like to do in here? Can I ask, out of character, like, what omens we have active right now? It's about the gentrification of Lowtown. What was was the other one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So the things that you know, uh, the omens, um, are the city councilors are eager to gentrify Lowtown, um, and some even say that they've been seen practicing dark sacrifices to, quote, he who lays waste. And the local rulers have ceded a lot of power to their advisor, Kusban, mm-hmm. and people are hearing the weirdest noises coming out of his office lately. Mm-hmm. So those yeah. are the omens that are still in play. Are the leaders my family? Uh, not to your knowledge. 
um, but are some city advisors, city councilors. Your mom's the mayor, but these are mm-hmm. councilors. Um, I think as we're going, then, if Silt could ask about, like, who else is involved, who's uh, who's trying to sacrifice to the Yolk Eddie J. So Juniper will tell you that uh, Kuspan's associates, Thimble, Goose, and Tay, are supposed to be in the submerged tonight, getting ready to sacrifice a family of slickers at the Aster Root Farm. Well, that's not good. That that's quite dark and sudden. What does sacrifice mean? When you say sacrifice, does that mean turn them into turtles, or like she like puts her nose up at you and she's like, no, turtling is a very specific process. <laughs> and when I say sacrifice, I mean sacrifice. All right, we gotta stop them. Yeah, it sounds like our priorities have shifted. Agreed. <laughs> is there any way we can tie her up and throw her down the shaft? You could certainly just throw her down the shaft. <laughs> but no, she'll escape like Kuzban did. We can always take her to the ritual sacrifice area. That sounds like something. It is also like a pretty big hole. Like, it's not just there is a hole behind this desk. But, like, the tunnel seems to go down a ways. So it might hurt her if you just drop her down it. I don't know. What would you like to do? I believe we must rush. We must rush to the farm. Well, wait. Are we are we still in the tunnel that leads to the underground We haven't lab? gone in the tunnel yet. You haven't gone in oh, the tunnel. Oh, I'm sorry. So you're still I, got in the two I, I got confused. The, okay, okay. I think yeah. the two then, options are in the tunnel or going to the farm. What mm-hmm. what time is it in game now? Like in game, I'd say it's like three p.m. But hillside to the submerge um, is quite a trek, distance. and they don't have you know high speed rail or really um, any public transportation. Shameful. This is just preemptive. Uh-huh. Um, so I think Gorm wants to drag, like, does Kuzban have, like, one of those big, like, chair, like, you know, like, those big lawyer chairs where it's, like, a big puffy, like, chair, mm-hmm. but it's, like, on a roller thing for some reason? Yeah, yeah. Um, is that, is that, is a chair like that large enough to keep the whole fruit to the shaft open? So when when uh, Kuspan pulled the the lever, um, the chair yes, uh, when the chair kind of like goes with like flips down into the into the hole, um, so you can see it. It's still there, um, but it's currently like you know three or four feet below where the hole starts and perpendicular to the way a chair should be. It's a Sweeney Todd setup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's this whole thing, and it goes, shoom, and it just, like, falls 90 degrees. I just, uh, I guess, I guess my question is, like, the, this isn't, this isn't, like, a remote control button where, like, we leave, and when we come back, we can't reopen the shaft. Oh, no, you could, it's, you okay. could fool around with it if you wanted, but if you, like, do you want to grab the, the statue that he pulled? Yes. Yeah, so if you, like kick it back into its regular position, the whole thing just goes whoosh, 
and you hear this like a slight like gust of air um, as it like slams shut. And if you wanted to, you could spend a bunch of time just like moving that statue back and forth as it like open close, open close, open close, open close. I think that's a given. Yeah. I think we all just stand around the hole and watch uh, watch one of us do that and waste that time. I think that's a I think that's a really I think that's right. <laughs> yeah. Um I'm not going to make you like walk to the submerge, but if you do want to go to the submerge, it will just take some in-game time. It's not going to take the timer clock time. Mhm. Um but is that what you want to like do you want to follow Kuspan in the tunnel or do you want to go after the the slicker family i think we gotta prioritize the not being sacrificed Mm -hmm. and i don't think we have enough information to confront kusban yet he could still be hiding many things yeah we we just cannot have like a ritual sacrifice happen here because that would like do such bad numbers for our tourism we don't want to (laughs) be known for that you know what i mean It's definitely Bad something Star Tide Hollow could not could not weather. <laughs> uh, excellent. So, um, the Aster Root Farm is in the submerge. Who do we feel um, of this group probably knows the submerge the best? And these are like the the salt flat farms that are on the outskirts of town on the southern side. I mean, I'm sure that uh, Silt has explored it and talked to the people there. Um, I don't know if anyone else has a more personal connection, but um, Silt has at least like studied it. It's ecologically interesting, and there's, you know, different peoples there mm-hmm. for someone who's doing a little ethnography. The Aster Root Farm, you, like, might know this on your way up. Ma and Pa Aster Root, as well as their adult children, Sweet Stock and Mint, are a family of slicker farmers that live there and work the land. All things considered, on your way to prevent, you know, what might be a ritual sacrifice, it's a lovely day (laughs) in Startide Hollow. Like, the sun (laughs) is setting down, the moons are beginning to rise over the horizon, It's that lovely sort of like pink purple twilight time as you make your way to the Asteroot farm. And in the distance, this is kind of a large sprawling farm. And while there's a farmstead that's close at hand, you see some like light blue wispy flames at a distance. um, And shadowy figures are like moving around an otherworldly glow. What would you like to do? Can I, um, out of character real quick, my ritual to, uh, I'm, my flow motion would have to be over, I'm sure. Yes. So my ritual to restock it, whatever the word is for that, is to mm-hmm. not move one real-time minute as a player. So uh-huh. I, I, Giovanni, am going to begin that. Great. But so you're going to stop moving so you can re-cue. Uh-huh. I'm going to set myself a timer and then I'm going to start. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I what a wild game! <laughs> <laughs> Great. So if we go up, I can I can ask. Hey, Silt, do you uh, how do you uh, how do you know these people? Mm, precisely. <laughs> mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. we'll realize we uh, we we need another we need another approach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think I think it might make most sense to just 
go up try to try to knock on the door see if anyone's home yeah this is probably just like one really big misunderstanding so let's just clear it up and like get people not sacrificed i think so you want to go to the farm house, not to the glowing blue flames with shadowy figures dancing around? Yeah, I was going to say, I was inclined to investigate the eldritch <sighs> fire. <laughs> Fine. I mean, I'm I just trying to be polite. Can we split up? We can, do, we can do that, yeah. You can certainly split up. I know that splitting the party no, no, no. usually involves... The, go to the scary thing. It's fine. I was just trying to be polite. You know, okay, fine. I absolutely agree with being polite. That's why I always keep a bottle of wine on me. And then, uh... <laughs> and then, uh, Gorm just, uh, pulls out a bottle of wine from her backpack. Excellent. And I can move again. P.S. Wonderful. Thank okay, you, let's run over. As you head closer to the flames, and I want to know, like, how close you want to get before you set things up. Um, But as you get closer to the flames, you realize more and more, it's like so far away from all of the roads. Um, Like this spot seems to be almost in the middle of their farm. There's like a copse of trees that are nearby that would be blocking some of this light um, from hitting certain roads nearby. Um, But this is a very large farm. Um, And it takes you a little bit to get there. The moons continue to rise uh, and you get closer and closer uh, to this dancing light and to what seems to be a bunch of people in like cloaks uh, and then a bunch of people who uh, seem to be squirming around on the ground a little bit, but don't seem to be able to move very well. Uh, What would you like to do? How would you like to approach? We've obviously crashed a luau party, some kind of housewarming. I'm I'm very pleased that we have this (laughs) bottle of wine with us. Um, So, yeah, I'm I'm not great in large crowds. I think Silt just puts their hand over Gorm's mouth. Just and shakes shakes their head no. <laughs> I was gonna say I feel like we should try to get as close as we can without being noticed, just to confirm what's going on. But this looks bad and like something we should disrupt. Do you guys think I should create a distraction so you guys can get closer? You could. I think um, that sounds that sounds like a great idea. If you create a distraction, maybe I can get the maybe the rest of us can get the aster roots out of there. Okay, mm. lemon distraction mode activated. <laughs> Hi! Hello! Yes, it's we are, me! <laughs> yeah, we have separated. <laughs> we, got, we, we are away from Lemon Sprinkle before this happens. <laughs> or, or if you start right away, we both. <laughs> yeah, lemon, I think what's, Gorm what's stays with here? Lemon Sprinkle. Yeah, so like. I'm doing I'm backup a- for Lemon Sprinkle. Yeah, I'm, like, new to this cult. We just got orders from Junie Purr and Kuzban, and they're like, hey, we should stop right now, you know? (laughs) Actually, like, Thimble and Tay and the other one whose name is Goose. Yeah, um, could I talk to them, please? I'd like to see a manager of this this ritual sacrifice. (laughs) 
Um, and <laughs> and uh, while Lemon Sprinkle is doing that, Gorm is just gonna go up to the people in the clo- in the cloaks and whisper, "Do you have a cork opener? Um, just uh, we can." We can pass this around, get to know each other. I don't know if you brought cheese. Um, And as you get closer, as you approach this group, um, you see that there's about seven individuals clad in these cloaks um, with a bunch of like blue stars and like watery patterns on them. A couple of them, their ears perk up as you call out Thimble, Goose, and Tay. And the wine, right? And the wine. Obviously, they're excited by the wine. But Thimble approaches you, and he's a little, like, brown padfoot in this cloak. He seems, it seems to be cut pretty well for him, but he approaches you, and he's like, Kusban brought you on and then sent you to tell us to not do the sacrifice? Yeah, he's currently indisposed. We came to see him in his office, and he was, like, in a scuffle with someone else. But then he accidentally pulled the wrong lever and fell down this weird-ass chute. And he was like, You gotta tell Thimble Goose and Tay to stop the ritual sacrifice! (laughs) Thimble, like, takes out a little planner that he has on him, and he's like... We got the permits. We got, we scheduled so much time for the, like, it's now or never. Like, tonight's the night that we're supposed to do this for Yoke Eddie J. Like, this is when it happens. I know, I know. I just, I hate it when we plan something with like seven people and then like someone can't make it and then we have to reschedule. It's like a whole thing. I know. But you know what Yoke Eddie J wants? It's a perfect ritual. And tonight, it's not... Look how beautiful it is out. You can't do a ritual on a beautiful day, and Kuzpan knows that. No, you're supposed... The moons are... And (laughs) Goose sidles up next to Thimble, and is like, I I don't think this guy's on the level. I just really... And, like, looks to you, Lemon Sprinkle, and is like, I don't don't think this... Kuzpan would have talked to us about something like this. Like, I really... I really think if he didn't want us to do that, like, he'd be here. And, like, I think we should just, like, do it. Has this successfully gotten them away from the the Arrowroot or the Astroroot folks that they're trying to... So three of them have definitely... And, like, the three that seem to be the ringleaders of this um, are definitely focused on Lemon Sprinkle and Gorm. Definitely, like, focus their attention there, the, the setup that we have going on here is that there's, like, a ring of torches and, like, a blue bonfire sort of thing. And there's still, like, four people and then four people on the ground tied up. But that's the situation where we're at currently. So it's, like, they're not all focused on Lemon and Gorm, but three of the main players are. I think Twiley will whisper to Silt and Denny's uh, I, th- I think I can grab two of them if you can each get one, and we can just get the Aster Roots like away from here, and then we can deal with the rest of them however we need to. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. I can okay. try to. I'm just looking at my skills, and I got a very. I can take a sneaky approach if I do with coordination and careful. Uh-huh. Uh, that gives me a TN of four. 
So yeah. just so we can try to like get like a sneaky try to get like a sneaky approach up to them. And um, if you want, we can do like a group check for all oh, three great. of you. Love that. And if more of you pass it than fail it, um, you succeed in that. But you all suffer the consequences if you fail. Oh, no. Y'all feeling sneaky? Well, I was going to say, I don't remember how group checks work. We all need to do the same skill and approach? I believe so. Okay, so I can't succeed on a coordinated, careful approach because Love I have that. zero in both of those. Love that. <laughs> so it's mechanically impossible. <laughs> Impressive. <laughs> But I mean, but I mean, that's only me. That would just be one auto failure, unless I'm mis- unless I'm forgetting some rule about like you can still roll with a TN of one. <laughs> I, I, I don't check. remember any rule like that, and I don't immediately have a way to use my TN. So. I don't think so. I kind of like the idea of us doing it separately. And I mean, someone some can of us might boost your TN with like. Mm a major level of bond mm-hmm. if they help you yeah. but even then it would only get me to one right. yeah yeah i was gonna say if we don't do a group so <laughs> twilight's kind of like i'm i'm six feet tall and have very large wings so i'm not super sneaky but if if you can get one or two of them out of there what i can do is then just swoop in and grab the rest and take sure. off right away I think maybe the approach is to try to get it sneaky until we fail at being sneaky. And I, I'll have in my back pocket, I do have a technique that does push people away. Um, it is mm. nether. I also have a spell. And this is a question for our game master here. I have here only ones who know, which is everybody within five heights knows about your next skill check or no one will. Mm -hmm. Um, Is there any possibility that I could cast that for somebody else so that no one would know that Twiley failed a group stealth check? I think it has to be yours in the phrasing of it. Sorry. You must ask game, Papa. <laughs> I mean, you also don't need to do, like, you could each try to do a different approach and can succeed or fail on your own. Yeah, that was kind of my thinking. Is like, I can't really do the sneaky thing, but if Silt and Denny's can both get, like, one or two people each out, then I can not sneakily get the third person out, but then it's, like, then it's done. Task accomplished. <laughs> I'm happy to start sneaking. Cool. Okay. Let let let's roll roll those bones. The TN is four, and mm-hmm. the number on the die is a three. Three. Yeah. All right. So you can sneak up, and you want to grab someone and like sneak them out. Yeah. Go up to them. Yeah. You're coming. <laughs> oh, that sounds more intimidating than I wanted it to. <laughs> I think you can definitely scoop one of the asteroids. I would like to use my flow motion technique again, if I may. Yeah. 
uh, which gives me a plus one to coordination skill checks. It does other things as well. Um, I'm going to start my 10-minute timer for the 10 real-time minutes since we're not in combat. Mm-hmm. And do the same. So I will use my coordination if I may. I think careful mm-hmm. as well, trying to be sneaky, sneaky. So normally that would be a three, but with the flow motion, it's a TN of four. Mm-hmm. And rolling that, we get a three. Three, yeah. So you can scoop someone. Awesome. And then someone is scooped. Twily. Having seen both Denny's and Silt, like, carefully sneak up and scoop someone away, Twiley's like, okay then, and just leaps into the air with a, like, thunderous clap of wings to attempt to, like, swoop forward and just, like, skim the ground low enough to grab, hopefully, the two smallest aster roots who are left, and... Like fly, do a kind of dive bomb right out of there. I imagine mm-hmm. the wings like covering up the moonlight, so like it is very, very obvious <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. and majestic. This feels like uh, an acrobatics to me. Okay, or or could be physique. I don't know. One of those two, and they're the same for me, honestly. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, I can buy one of those too. I'd say probably more physique if you're trying to like fly in and grab two people. Feels mm. less like flippy trick and more mm. okay. yeah. swole. I don't know. Physique. And then, I mean, I want it to be concerted, but I feel like it probably should be careful. Mm-hmm. I could see it being concerted. I mean, sort of everything Twilight does is concerted. That's just sort of their vibe. <laughs> An approach to exemplify effort? Yeah, I think if it's concerted, you can probably grab them, but people would probably hear you. Well, I'm assuming people are hearing you. Yeah. That's, yeah. So I, I think I, it can I'm be not... concerted. It just won't be sneaky. Okay, yeah. No, I have I am not yeah. attempting to be sneaky about it. I'm just assuming yeah. that we want to get them out of there. All right. Uh, concerted physique, then. So that's a TN of four. And I got a five. Twily, <laughs> Twily does one too many Taekwondo breaths before getting into position. Yep, he hypes himself up a little too much. Uh, I can I can give up a minor level of bond to to help with a reroll if that's if we want. I mean, I don't want these guys to be sacrificed. So great, thank yeah. you, Denise. <laughs> Hopefully. Okay. Two! (laughs) Two! Excellent. Um, So you swoop in, uh, you lift up Ma and Pa, Asteroot, who are the smallest uh, of the crew. They're a little older, you know? You know Mm -hmm. how people shrink a little bit? That's Ma and Pa, Asteroot. Cute. And they're in, like, kind of comical, like, he's in overalls and a straw hat sort of vibe. Real mousy American gothic. Yeah. Well, they're slickers. Um, oh, sorry. That's okay. Froggy uh, American Gothic. Sorry. Yeah, you got like a little salamander guy, and he's like still chewing on some like what is it that they're some straw, some wheat, sarsaparilla. <laughs> sure, could be sarsaparilla. Uh, and he's just like, oh, by by gum, little boy. That's my fine of you to help me out here as you like swoop away. 
Twiley looks deeply confused at being addressed as little boy, but it doesn't <laughs> correct anything. By gum, young man. <laughs> and as this happens, Gorm, Lemon, you see, you know, Silt kind of like swoosh by uh, using flow motion. You see Denise very like sneakily grab uh, Mint Asterroot. And then Twily just like barges through the loudest thing that you have ever heard. And like Gorm and Lemon, you're looking at uh, Thimble, Goose, and Tay. And like from your perspective, just a giant bird flies right behind them. And all of their cloaks get like swept up a little bit in the, the rush of air. And they look behind them. Uh, oh, wow. Uh, and they look at you, and they wow, start pulling wow, out wow, knives. Wow. Um, was that thunder? That was, like, so loud. <laughs> also, uh, we're leaving! Glitter! <laughs> I think you could try to leave, but I think that these, these folks are going to pull some knives on you. Gorm! Oh, I don't know if this is a good idea or not. Um... Because Gorm's totally going to completely turn into a blobfish if <laughs> Gorm tries to break this wine bottle and use it as a weapon. Um, uh-huh. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm on team runaway. What are, we, are we running away? So the way initiative works, the people who go first are characters and creatures standing their ground, which it sounds like the two of you are not doing. Mm. Uh, then those taking non-harmful actions... Then those taking harmful actions, those using spells or techniques, and lastly, those moving far more than two heights. It sounds like both of you are going to try to move far more than two heights. Yeah? I think so. <laughs> Great. So Tay, Goose, and Thimble each like pull out a dagger, and their eyes begin to glow with like a bright blue light. And they say, someone needs to be sacrificed tonight. And they charge at you. Silt, Denise, and Twily, I think y'all are probably pretty far from the action right now in trying to move the Asteroots away. Um, So I think if you wanted to move into this scuffle, you would also need to move far to get to it. Or you could try to get the Asteroots out. Um, so what would y'all like to do, knowing that Lemon and Gorm are trying to run away? Is I know this is looking a little bit ahead, mm-hmm. um, but just mechanically, do Lemon or Gorm need to make checks to run away? I ask only because I may have a technique I want to use at a distance if they do. I don't think I they need to make a skill check to move far. Okay, great. Then, yeah, I will drop the aster. I will drop Monpaw a, like, you know, kind of the distance. Are you dropping I have, them or, like, setting them down? Setting, setting them down. <laughs> <laughs> and then I will wheel around and head back to the fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the uh, aster roots, are they tied up or anything? If we let them go, will they be able to. They are tied up, so they won't be able to skedaddle on their own just yet. Then in terms of that initiative order, I think I'd be inclined to do a non-harmful action of helping them Mm -mm. untie. Yeah. 
Great, great, great. And Silt. Well, okay, since Denise is going to do that, uh, then I will join Twiley in, in going towards the fight. Cool, 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 cool. Oh, I actually have um, I have a minute left of my flow motion. Yeah. So actually, <laughs> sorry, choices. Um, let's do, I think I'll do a technique first, but with my flow motion, I am first in uh, initiative order okay. while the flow motion is going. Nice. What's the technique going to be? Stonewall. Uh-huh. Or stone, is that what it's called? Yeah, Stonewall. For the next 15 real-time minutes or five turns in combat, reduce all damage to you by one. Choose your sin growth stone skills or leather. Um, and I think for the heck of it, I'm going to do the enhanced version. I'm going to try. That means I have to do a focus roll to reduce damage by two instead of by one. Okay, yeah. So with my focus, I don't know what my approach would be. Can I do careful? I feel like... Oh, there goes the flow motion. Um, mm-hmm. That I... I'm concentrating very difficult and trying to very deliberately... <laughs> deliberately sounds concerted. I just have a zero in concerted, so I don't want to do that. I don't it might know. be concerted. I feel like yeah. concerted makes more sense than careful. I disagree, Todd, because I want to. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> All right, let's try it. All right, y'all. Here we go. It's a whopping six. Oof. Six. Oh, no. Um, I have no. minor level of bond that I can burn here. I also have major, so. Um, so major could make it go up one, but that would be you have to be in a position to help. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas minor, you could burn minor. Okay, so burning a minor level of bond for a reroll. Okay. Yeah. And, and what's the Tian again? <laughs> it's a two, but I rolled a six again. Well. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think so. Can I also burn a miner? <laughs> Stop burning these Silt miners. is just. <laughs> We're trying to not have a sacrifice, and you're just burning miners. Um, I will give you one more if Ro wants to try to help. I I mean I think that Gorm is just waving a bottle of wine yeah. in front of Gorm and Lemon, so I'm hoping that that gives some sort of benefit. All right, y'all. Yeah. One last time. <laughs> Damn it, it's a three. <laughs> Damn. Not going to do it. So close. No. That's okay. I think the regular goes off, though, right? I don't think anything happens. Let me double check. Uh, I just had it up. Yeah, it I, says I if for the enhanced version, if you succeed in an instance, it's consumed. If you fail, nothing happens, and the instance, it's still consumed. Oh, bummer. Okay. Yeah, so, so it just kind of stumbles and... Says shit, and then, <laughs> yeah, that's that. Okay, okay. So next in initiative order would be Denise, um, and you want to untie uh, yeah. at least one asteroid. Yeah, yeah. Do you have like a blade or implement to help you with this, or you're gonna just use your fast little hands? You know, I think I just got to use my fast little fishy fingers. Great. Yeah, I just did another. I did another. Would this? Uh, I definitely think the skill is coordination. Do we think this would be careful or concerted? I think it depends on: Are you trying to take your time, or are you trying to go fast? I think I think it's fast. Yeah, so I think concerted. Okay, fine. <laughs> that gets me a TN of three. Okay. Oh, uh, come on, fifty-fifty chance. It's a five. Shit. <laughs> <sighs> 
These are some real, real, real strong knots. These are some good knots. Damn. <laughs> These padfoots, they certainly know how to tie a knot. That's true. Do you want to re-roll? Do I want to re-roll? Uh, how important do we think uh, we've been bur- <laughs> we've been burning these bonds pretty quickly? I know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I think we're. I mean, at least we're away from like the immediate danger. So I think. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's just a failure. Y'all mm-hmm. go. Okay. Cool. So the next in the order would be Thimble Goose and Tay, who want to do a little stabby stab. So I think the first one, Thimble, is going to lash out at Gorm, uh, who's both trying to run away and wave a wine bottle. My mother will hear about this. (laughs) Thimble takes their blade uh, and slices at you with concerted physique. Uh, It's three. Oh no, does blood count? She got a one. Does blood count as a wet? And how does damage work? I think, if I'm remembering correctly, you do damage equal to your target number, which took me a while to grok. Oh. But it does make sense because the better you are at the attack you do, the more damage you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. Then that would be three damage to blood for Gorm. And as the blade slices you, it kind of glints with that, that blue glow. Um, and you are poisoned. <gasps> You're going to take one damage to blood every five real-time minutes no. or turns in conflict until nope. after your next long rest. It's getting real. <laughs> Doing real combat, folks. <laughs> Excuse me. What? Every go, five go, go. minutes. One damage. One damage every five minutes. I only fast. have four left. I only have four left. And then one of them makes a swipe at Lemon. Also got a one, so three damage to Lemon, and that glint of blue. And Tay says, someone will be sacrificed! (laughs) And then a third, Goose. The only thing you sacrificed was a good time. This was a Pinot Noir. (laughs) (laughs) I think Goose is going to take another slice at Lemon. Four. He misses. He whiffs. And the other four are going to move towards where Twiley took off. Twiley, you're moving in. And Lemon and Gorm, what would you like to do? Like, you're moving. Are you still moving? You've been stabbed. Yeah. Yeah. We've been stabbed. I think we just gotta, we've gotta run as far away as possible. I mm-hmm. think so. That's the first round of initiative. Round two. What would people like to do? Um, Twiley, I think you're in attacking range. Um, I also think that Denise and Silt, um, these people are coming up on attacking range of y'all. Lemon and Gorm, um, what do you want to do? How far are Lemon and Gorm away from uh, the three attackers now, Thimble, Goose, and Tay? You are two heights, which means that they can't quite catch you right now. Okay. And where are the astroturfs? I forgot their name. Um, the aster roots, I think, if we were like drawing a little diagram, we had the fire. Let's say the aster roots were moved south, and you were on the north side of the fire, and you have run, I'm assuming, north away from the fire. Um, so the aster roots are like 
quite far from you. Yeah, in that case, um, I think we've just gotta we've just gotta run further away. Yeah, I think we just gotta run further away. Is yes, yes. I I have an idea for my next round, but I think I want to be much farther away before we deal with this poison issue. Sure, lemon. Uh, I think I have trick of the light that I could do. But I think I'm with Gorm in the sense that I don't think that's going to help very much in the current moment. So I think I'll get a little further away as well. Maybe see if we can treat this poison and then see what we can do. I'm just going to try to keep untying people. Well, great. So that's non-harmful. Twiley, what are you up to? If I am close enough, or I assume I can get close enough without it being a far distance, mm-hmm. I would love to stand my ground to defend Denny's and the Aster Roots. Oh, sure. Yeah. You want to stand your ground. Excellent. Uh, and Silt. Uh, I was going to say that. Uh, so instead, I will, uh, I'll, I'm going to try to help Denny's untie these farmers. Gosh. You want to untie instead of stand your ground? Yeah. Great. We'll, we'll do a, a double concerted effort. <laughs> Great. So, Twiley, you are going to stand your ground. Four people with knives are going to run at you. They all take a minus one to their threshold number to attack me or any of my friends within two heights. Okay, excellent. Um, minus one TN. Great. I was sort of um, hoping some of them would attack the other people, <laughs> but you know, we'll, we'll see. I mean, they <laughs> might. Part, partly they because might. I get I get bond with anyone that I successfully uh, yeah defend that you stand in the way of. <laughs> um, Denise, do you want to give me a sweet sweet? Uh, rolling yeah, to untie I can people. Yeah, I sweet, sweet rolling. Okay. It's same same TN as, uh, as last time. Uh, three. Which is uh, three. Coordination and concerted. And this time, I roll a three. Okay. Nice. Okay, so you can fail, but make an opportunity or succeed at a cost. Which would you like to do? I'm fine succeeding at a cost. I failed already once. Yeah. So succeeding at a cost, I think you will get these ropes undone and the attackers will be able to get a swipe at you um, with plus one to their TN, which will just negate what Nick did. Great. Great, great, great. And Silt. Since they are untied, oh gosh, I was going to tell, like, shoo them off to like run to their house or something, but two of them are really old. Well, and only one's untied right now. Oh, only one. Yeah, oh. Denise just got one of them untied. So, so we have three to people. singularly untie each of them. Oh, gosh. Okay, I'm going to try to untie some of them. Great. Uh, <laughs> Who is did... this? <laughs> go, Forrest, go! Oh, wait, so this is, it has to be concerted coordination? <laughs> That's a solid It can be however you want it to be. I don't really have anything else to make it better. Do you have a blade on you? I mean, oh, could I use a stone in my body that happens to be sharp? Sure. Cool. Um, can I? Okay. So then what would I roll to use my, my sharp stone body thing? Or do I need to roll? <laughs> you do need to roll. Um, okay. How would you like to approach this? Uh, I mean, careful, because I don't want to cut them. Uh-huh. Careful sounds good. Uh, and coordination? Sure, yeah. 
Okay, so that's a TN of three. Come on, Sally. <laughs> Good lord, that's another six. No! Oh, oh my god. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Silt is striking out. I think, I think Ma Asteroot um, looks up at you, and maybe she has a gag in her mouth, but looks up at you with terror in her eyes as you manifest a, a stone dagger from mm-hmm. your body mm-hmm. um, and come and, like, swipe <laughs> at these... And she just like what, like jiggles oh, out of the way because uh-huh. she's just alarmed and thinks that you're trying to sacrifice her, like these other weirdos were. And it's now there's another weirdo here, and she just yeah. doesn't like that. Sorry, Ma. Next in the order, there are four people. One of them is going to swing at Denise. Ooh, he got a three. Ow, maybe, maybe out. <laughs> yeah, maybe out. I think. Does he still fail with an opportunity there? Nick. I was saying I subtract one, but this is the one who's getting plus one, right? This so is the one who's getting like plus that. one on Denise. Yeah. I think that hits. So I think that does three. And then you see that glint of the blue flame. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then Nick, another one is going to turn to you and swipe at you. And this one will get that minus one to TN. Um, he gets a four, so he misses. Another one sidles up. He gets a one. Boo. So his TN is two. It does two damage. And there's that blue flame that sparkles off as the poison takes hold. And then, because four of those dagger hits have gone off, and we're at time, another moment is consumed (laughs) on the doom clock and we're gonna see how bad it gets so i'm gonna roll two um because two omens are still in play here a one and a three so you're good there no additional moments are consumed i mean the one moment is consumed (laughs) Mm -hmm. so there will be five moments left and then as this blue flame like lances out at Twily, something happens with all of their daggers, the the four that made contact, and they ignite this like blue beam that connects the four of them. Like each kind of like raises their dagger into the air, and they form this like beam of energy that points, and then this beam of energy shoots into the Breakmith River that you are all standing along, and there's a rumbling. And you hear something moving in the depths. And that will be the end of our session. Tune in next time to see how many of us bleed out. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I realized in prepping for this that y'all are supposed to get experience every real-time hour. That's how experience works. So I'm going to give you nine experience right now to catch up. And we will figure out on next episode how we're spending that and what happens. Dungeons and Drama Nerds is produced by Todd Brian Backus, Percival Hornack, and Nicholas Orvis. And this episode was mixed and edited by Todd Brian Backus. Season 3 features contributions from Christopher Dierkson, Ben Ferber, Corey Flores, Tess Huth, Romana Isabella, Leo Mock, John John Johnson, Dex Fan, and Anthony Sertelti. Our ARC campaign features Giovanni Camaño as Silt, Anthony Sertel-Dean as Denise, Romana Isabella as Gorm, Nick Orvis as Twily, 
Dex Fan as Lemon Sprinkle, and Top Ryan Backus as The Guide. If you'd like to help us continue exploring the intersection of theater and tabletop role-playing games, consider leaving us a review on your podcast app of choice or supporting us and getting access to our patron-only bonus content at patreon.com slash dungeonsanddramanerds. You can find all our social media and website links, including our cast bios, at the link tree in our show notes. And be sure to tune in next week for another episode of Dungeons and Drama Nerds.